This week, ex-Tory Minister of Education Nicky Morgan has joined forces with Nick Clegg and David Miliband to launch a cross-party campaign on the Brexit bill. Rumours that Iron Man Thor and Captain America will join this ambitious crossover are yet to be confirmed. Thank you for joining us this week on We Don't Talk About Brexit. We'll see you next week at Sunday at 8 p.m. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm going to some confused audience members out there today. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to We Don't Talk About Brexit, the weekly podcast that searches for the least Brexit, least serious news stories for you. We tell each other funny stories. We all get to laugh. We have a vote at the end. Who knows what's going to happen? Who's no starting? Uh, I'm starting this week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, With your... a story, right? With a story. Holy with a, shit. With a story that's not related at all to Brexit. I would hope. You would hope so. Um, so, I'm going to take you to the, the sunny, sunny climate of California. Ooh. I know. Ooh. Um, I've been there. Oh, very good. How was it? Um, the the airport at LA is just trash. It's fallen apart. <laughs> really? It's god awful. It's the fifth biggest economy in the world. It smelled like weed everywhere. <laughs> is it legal there, though? At the airport? No, well, I mean... And there's just the, the city. Is that place. my is that my pilot smoking a blunt? <laughs> well, you know, they're pretty pretty free. We're gonna fly you there pretty fast, dude. Well look, there's lots of sunshine, isn't there? Like, I don't know. Maybe they're that, just happier than the rest of us. And that makes them grow more weed and smoke more weed. Well, they just don't really care. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're just like, yeah, sound. It's like Silicon Valley, they're all like oh hippies. Anyway, it's nothing to do with weed, my story. Oh actually, it kind of is. Okay. So I'm just I'm just gonna read the opening of the article because I think it's brilliant. A pint-sized girl wearing a denim jacket with a tag still on fans a stack of $100 bills at the camera. She gets in the driver's seat of a red Mercedes-Benz, though her feet are too small to reach the pedals. This is why y'all fuckers hate me, bitch, Lil Tay says in a squeaky, <coughs> prepubescent voice. <coughs> this, shock cost me, this shit cost me 200 thou, and I'm only nine years old. I ain't got no license, but I still drive a sports car, bitch. Your favourite rapper ain't doing it like Lil Tay. This is a story of Lil Tay, the potty mouth preteen. I love Lil Tay. She's my <laughs> idol. Can I ask who she's saying this to? She's saying this to uh, 1.7 million people on Instagram. Sorry, there's 9 million views on Instagram. She has 1.7 million Instagram followers, 150,000 subscribers on YouTube, uh, and uh, other, and her Twitter's also been closed down. Maybe it's because of her potty mouth. It's probably because yeah. of her potty mouth. Yeah, uh, it's quite aggressive, but I love it. It sounds... So much violence in that small, small body. <laughs> I suppose a couple of questions. Where did this stem from? Where does this anger and frustration of the world come from? Well, I think she's mostly doing it for notoriety, really. Uh, and for the 9 million viewers on Instagram. Like, you know, it's for a nine-year-old, it's quite a hit to the popularity, isn't it? I thought you said she was 19. No, she's nine. nine. Sorry, nine. Nine. Yeah. Oh, my. Um, and wow. so her youth is actually a big thing, and probably the reason why actually her Twitter account was closed down. Most of this article is about, like, young people, very young people, uh, becoming sort of influencers on social media like Instagram, and how that's not all right, or it might not be all right. I despise the idea of influencer as a job title because there are plenty of people on YouTube who are pretty bland human beings. They're trendsetters. But they claim to be trendsetters, yeah. Yeah. When actually all they do is try and insult people online, get told off for it, and then cry. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, 
You're a pathetic human being. Well, Sorry, let's not get mean, Michael. Yeah, some YouTubers are okay, though. Some YouTubers oh, no, are No, 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 I'm not saying all YouTubers. Or yeah. Twitterers or... Tweeters, sorry. Just most of them, no. <laughs> just, just enough that it's a concern. And a lot of the popular ones as well, because it often is the people who are trying just to get popularity. But that's yeah. that's why such a reactionary culture is kind of... It's, it's interesting because we will watch people who might not have anything worthwhile to say, but being inflammatory will get them those views. Yeah. And yeah. a nine-year-old especially so. Because she's also claimed on her on She's her claimed... Instagram, She's, she's, she, she claims a lot of things on her Instagram account. She claimed that she got all the money for her, you know, cars and her hundred dollar bills uh, from selling drugs for the last three years when she was six. Well, <laughs> well maybe like she's like the, the best, the most like inconspicuous drug dealer ever, like running around the park, going to say hi to people, delivering the drugs. Putting it on Snapchat. Yeah, like, hey, hey, honeys. Hey, that doesn't sound like the kind of thing so, she'd say. Hey, dickheads in my house. So she's like, she's in the park. She's like, sees one of her clients who's, and what I imagine with her clients, right, her clients are pretending to be like a mother and son, but actually one of them's just significantly shorter. And he's like, why have I got to be in the swing? <laughs> and he's like, shut up, we're here to see Little T, or whatever her name is. Little Tay. Little Tay, she's going to, and, and then like Little Tay like wanders up, like just a cute little girl, like pretending to be. She's like, <laughs> da-dee-da. she like slides the drugs into her hand and he's like, you owe me a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers better pay me. <laughs> you got a week. <laughs> oh, I, I kind of like it though. Like, I feel like, Maybe she's, maybe she's, you know, she's venting about being so young and having so much pressure. Her, her third grade <laughs> teacher gave her a bad exam. She's like, you fuck with Lil Tay. Yeah, exactly. Lil Tay gonna get you. She'll um, pay for tutors with those hundred dollar bills. <laughs> so if a teacher gives her a bad grade, as a teacher, by the way, uh, or rather as somebody who has taught, I'd be pretty intimidated if I knew one of my <laughs> students had like, I don't know, nearly like, 10 million followers. Not, we know what I mean, 10 million views, 1 yeah. million followers. And I upset them. I'd be like, I'm probably going to get doxxed. Or what is oh, it, yeah. DDoSed? I'm probably going to get DDoSed or hunted down. Or, or doxxed, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, just people what does just, that mean? Like, What's that word people, mean? Like, like, when like, communities decide, we're going to send this person hate mail. <gasps> oh, okay, yes, like, it's like en masse. Yeah, they'll abuse. find out uh, details about you, which one person might struggle to find, but an entire crowd could find easily. <gasps> That's and terrifying. harass you, yeah. But but her teachers probably have to be very careful around what they say to her. Probably, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if she's going to school. I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of this article is about like how much time does she like? Pe- people are journalists have been trying to find out bits about this this girl's life because she she's just come out of nowhere in like the last year or so, became incredibly popular, and through doing things that like you know. Nine-year-olds probably shouldn't be doing. Talking about drugs, talking about swearing en masse. <laughs> swearing en masse. <laughs> She's multiple people. <laughs> so, and a lot of the articles about, like, it, it's hard to check whether social media, whether the people are the age that they're saying they are. Because mm. this girl, the reason why she's taken off Twitter is because she's nine. And you're not meant to have a social media account till you're 13. And people are like, well, no one's checking these things. No one is making sure these people are the age they are. No, no one's making sure these people aren't seeing things that they shouldn't be seeing. Where's her mum at? Like, um, you know. Well. Oh, the plot thickens. The, the plot does thicken. Why is that exactly? Is it a super analogy? She's her own mother. Da na 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 na. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon she comes from like some some subterranean kingdom. We're nine years old. 
they all look like us when they're fully grown as children. <laughs> but at nine years old, they're fully mature. And she's just like, I'm going to go to the surface world. She's cashing in. Yeah, exactly. And she sells drugs because that's an easy way of making money. The the Where Lord of the Rings starts off with like hobbits still exist, but they're hiding like in our culture. It's actually Lil Tay. <laughs> Long lost Baggins. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to start calling children hobbits. No, do they get really patronised and then they'll abuse you on their Twitter account? Well, not Twitter. Then you get anymore. But then maybe I think the real power is being like an older person who has no social media presence. So when they try and dox you, they're like, "Fucking god, no social media presence!" And then as an older person, you can just be like, "Yeah." They they try to write you a letter and they realise they can't actually write. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Like, what's the postcode? Oh. I don't get it. I'm pushing this letter. Nothing happening. <laughs> what, just a black piece of paper? Yeah. There's I'm, no letters on there yet. <laughs> I've been tapping this shit for hours. <laughs> so, she she claims... Right, she, so she claims a lot of things. She claims she has no manager. That she's doing this all by herself as a nine-year-old girl. She also claims that her manager is Miranda Cosgrove, star of iCarly and The School of Rock. Uh, Miranda's, Miranda Cosgrove's agent has said... She has no idea who this person is. The school of rock. The school of rock. The school. Uh, and she's also claimed that her manager is Gucci Gang, which, from my understanding, is a song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, <laughs> my manager's wheels on the bus. <laughs> he goes round and round. <laughs> a nine-year-old should not be saying that in that tone. <laughs> oh, God. Um, they, they track down someone who has their car in one of her most popular Instagram uh, pictures and they were like how did she get your car what happened there and apparently a woman who's believed to be her mother is the person taking her around who was like hey can my daughter take a picture of your car please and <gasps> and then he was just like yeah it's fine and didn't realize that it was going to be you know seen by nine million viewers uh, with a sweary little girl pretending to be the owner i respect that a lot like a little bit like i know it's, it's kind of mean but also, I mean, it's like a car. It's a car, like, it's fine. You know, it's fine. It's not going to get his feelings hurt. And like, I like the idea that the mum and the nine-year-old are like, we want a holiday this year. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to get it? We're going to take you around selling drugs in this man's car. Well, I don't actually know how they are getting money because I don't really believe that she's selling drugs. Yeah. But don't like, if you get over a certain amount of followers, like you start getting like... But you, you get know. them through... Advertisers and advertisers don't want to be associated with nine-year-old sweary girls who t- tell everyone that they sell cocaine on the street. It's probably yeah. some weird mm. brand like clothes, maybe Skechers mm. trainers. That's our market. <laughs> Skechers trainers for sketchy nine-year-olds. <laughs> Are you a little shit? <laughs> Do your feet like to breathe? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the pitch. <laughs> Oh. Um, so the article has a lot of things about child influencers, like, like child influencers. So, for example, there's like a six-year-old who make, made over, I think it was like over $2 million reviewing toys online. I remember this. And he's been doing it for the last couple of years. That's amazing. I know. And well, like, obviously his dad is, or, or one of his parents is probably the person doing the, the, the legwork there. Mm. But like, well done them. They saw a gap in the market. Advertising kids to kids with kids, brilliant. That work and a lot of kids like they'll get on the little, like the YouTube like they'll watch like an episode of like Thomas the Tank Engine or something, and then all like the suggested stuff is like watch this advert for cars, 
like as in like toy cars and then it'll be like some kid yeah I've seen it like some yeah. kid reviewing the cars or like opening Kinder Eggs that's like a big one really not in yeah. America then the cops burst in oh, and yeah. like he's got a Kinder Egg <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna choke himself shoot him <laughs> oh my god that happened? so you know, Kinder Eggs aren't allowed to be sold in the US on account of them mm. being a choking hazard yeah, they're not allowed to have food with stuff in it. But my joke was that oh, because the... kids just put the whole thing in their mouth. But it's very massive. <laughs> but my joke was that uh, the police are so gun happy that they'll shoot someone to stop them choking themselves. <laughs> I get the joke. I can that. imagine it. Depends uh, on what color the kid is. Nino, Nino, Nino. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. The rest of the stuff I had down was no known relationship to Tezonde. Oh dear, I went back into that territory again. And This Is America, that, that video that came out. Oh yeah. Like it's... people being distracted by sort of like people being over the top and not noticing the, the actual problems of, of the country. Like little kids, some drugs. Yeah. Donald Glover is a fucking genius. Yeah, I love me. that music video yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's great. It, it is. If nothing else, just like the choreography on everything mm. is mind-blowing. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And I love his facial expressions. Yeah. He is like a like, great his performance is great. Yeah. Yeah. Did it, was there like a big like, uproar about it? Like people criticising, like, oh, it was very violent or something. Yeah, it's probably. like, that's, that it's like, is the pop. Like, yeah. It's called This Is America. Yeah, society's pretty violent. It's a comment <laughs> on, oh, people are stupid. People are silly. No, this would be quite are. negative about people. Like, also... Like, <laughs> Can we all just agree? Uh, how beautiful is Donald Glover? Oh, he's he's so just uh, he dreamy. He's just an absolutely gorgeous man. I say this as a straight man. Yeah, yeah, but the Donald Glover. But yeah, yeah. I, I can, exceptions. There, there are like loads of careers that you'd be like, oh yeah, I'd be pretty sound having that person's career. Donald Glover would be well up there. He does everything and he's amazing at it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he, it could, like he does like what he plays like Troy in Community, and then put that aside like next to you know he's his, his career as like Childish Gambino, and it's like that's that's like. It's just amazing. And a stand-up comedian. Yeah. As a television writer. I bet he just does some nice stuff, you know, like, I don't know, maybe he volunteers at a soup kitchen. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, let's say, theoretically, he listened, he liked, he was like, I want to be a co-host, and we were just silent the entire episode, as we just, like, stare. <laughs> just like, wow. Donald Trump can tell spell f- four stories, that'd be all right. He'd, oh, he'd be fine. <laughs> but he'd be like, anyway, so what are you guys going to talk about? And we'd be like... Uh, you've got I'll, nice eyes. You're, you're chiselled from marble. <laughs> They're beautiful. I like that oh. last week because I was just talking about how great Elon Musk is, and now it's Childish Gambino. Is, it, is this like? A, are we like a fangirl podcast? Yeah, yeah. I, I like sh- it. I ship Musk and Gambino. Yeah, together. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh my god, I was going to say their children would be beautiful, but science has not gone far enough. Yet. <laughs> but once it does, their children would be beautiful. That's like fantastic. Their adopted children will be lovely. Well, yeah, be great. And that's basically the end of my story. That's I beautiful story. wonder what she's going to be like <laughs> as she grows older. Uh, screwed. Probably. Um, I'm worried she'll be a horrible person. Yeah, probably. Oh, I don't know. I think maybe uh, she's probably going to have a really nice holiday <laughs> with this with this, uh, with this, this money she gets from her sketches advertising. All these hundred bills. Yeah. Well, to be honest, it is like kind of like, it's really, it is kind of funny, isn't it? It's like really tongue-in-cheek and like funny. But then also it's like, okay, but there is a nine-year-old yeah, that's, that's but, actually saying these words. And if there is any money, if there is any money being made, it's probably being made by the mother. 
Yeah, that's true. And the the girl is probably a tool. I'm, this is complete conjecture. I'm pretty much committing yeah. character assassination right now. Yeah, I mean, like, have you have you seen like all the you know like, that I just watch Vine compilations all the time because that's how I spend my life. And um, like all the vines with like the eleven year old girls, and it's like, yeah, well, you say now like a nine year old, well, I'm actually eleven, so fuck you. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's weird looking back how important that felt at the time, but now you're like. I don't care. <laughs> what the the, the, the yeah, the like violence. when you no, know, if someone were to ask you um, as a kid something that feels very unimportant, very important to a child. Oh yeah. But now you get asked that, and you're like, don't care. I just like my friends, and I'm pretty happy in life. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I try and look after the world a bit. Oh. Exercise, you know. That's lovely. Love my nanny granddad, really. <laughs> oh, Michael, that's really nice. But don't ever fucking call me nine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have just remembered actually the the some what people believe to be the source of the money is that her mother is an estate agent, a property developer, uh, okay. and there a lot of these photos are taken in areas that they think might be somewhat advertising a particular area of the country or a particular house or things like that. Uh, okay. But would you want to move there? Just sweary nine year olds. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. Sweary nine year olds over sweary over gang violence. Eleven year olds. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if, if the gang, if it was like Bugsy Malone kind of gang vibes, <laughs> like that, I'd be fine with it. I'm moving. I wouldn't mind. What do they, is it mashed potatoes? It's cream pies, like, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, Michael, it's disgusting. No. <laughs> oh my God, no. It's a film about children. <laughs> yes, I know. That's why it's disgusting. Yeah, but it... George, you're being so controversial this week. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of my story. Yeah. Clap. Yay! <laughs> Well done, George. Thank you. Story. Now, you may well be wondering, dear listener, why that was such a pitiful clap sound. <laughs> Let me tell you, you may have noticed a bit, it's a bit quiet. It's a bit quiet today. Tash is ill. Not Cap- fatally. Just <laughs> no, so no, not, not fatally. She should be back next week. Just, <laughs> um, just some poison. Just some harmless poison. <laughs> well, we did say it was knockout round, except that, you know, you know, so... <laughs> I got through. <laughs> yeah, George just poisoned Tash George. instead. Yeah, we miss you, Tash. Shout we out miss you, Tash. Tash. Oh, shout out, Tash! Shout yeah. out, Tash! Oh. So, who has our next story this week? I do. Okay. Okay. So, my story begins with a personal experience. Okay. A very not not too personal. Just 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 mo- just. I don't nice know what level. what's moderately personal. Moderately like per- crossing I, the road. Uh, no. I feel like that's like just not very personal at all. Well, I mean, it is, isn't it? If a person does it, I've, the the words lost all meaning. Ca- <laughs> right? Catching a glimpse of yourself in the mirror. Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's pretty... That's, that's like moderately personal, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Realising you like a new food stuff, that's moderately personal, Yeah, I think. What's too personal? Um, Realising you like a new porn type. Yeah, <laughs> or colour of bowel movements. Oh, I see, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's too personal. That is too personal. I hope your story isn't that. I always have to fit in poo somehow. Like, I just, I always like, I, no wait, matter what happens. As a story, right? You don't mean as a, as a personal behaviour. <laughs> it doesn't matter where I'm going. I always fit in poo. I wonder why I kept finding it around the flat. Yeah, just leave it as a little present for you, George. So my story is, um, basically, today in the library, the thing that happened to me, I was studying really hard, and then the alarm went off, the fire alarm, and we all had to leave, and it was a big hoopla, and people, there was uproar, people were like, I'm going to fail my exam because of this five-minute interruption, uh, and such. Um, and my, my experience of that was, you know, a mild inconvenience. But um, an experience of the people of Melbourne, they had a similar one. They had to evacuate the, the library. But this one is even worse. It's even more of a mild inconvenience in the end. I'll, I'll get to the point. So... <laughs> 
So, at the Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology, um, they, more than 500 people were evacuated from the university library after students and teachers reported the smell of a gas, like a gas-like smell and thought there must be a gas leak. So they all, they all, like, they all evacuated the people, firefighters had to come to the building to investigate the source of the odour and... Um, <laughs> Oh no! Oh, it's it's not. What do you think? Okay, let's just talk about. Might be the source of this order. Let's just talk about exam season for a little minute. Okay. Because libraries are often where those studying for their exams hoard and hide and and seek counsel. Hoard and hide and seek counsel. Sounded quite rhythmic, didn't it? It sounded quite. Sounded like it was from Gandalf. (laughs) Hoard it and hide it and seek counsel. Fool of a talk next time. Anyway, um, but uh, I was going to say, stores nearby, libraries around revision time, often make deals on fast food, junk food, whatever, because they know that there's a lot of people in the library nearby, they can get money in, which means that people's eating habits mm. are pretty Horrendous. atrocious Absolutely. In, in the library. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever eaten three packets, of a, uh, three packets of cashews in one day, apart from study period. Yeah. Um, and, and y'all know what happens when you eat three when, packets when you of eat cashews. Three packets of cashews. Uh, the farts. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that now? Is that actually now? That was one suspected. <laughs> okay. Um, one option. Please tell me that there's like police lines around it. It's night time, and and, oh, and our old friend, private what, investigator character, what, comes back. Yeah. Was it? Was it just like <laughs> I wouldn't smoke in there? Oh, you're right. Oh <laughs> yeah. There's been a suspected gas leak. Well, I gotta have my cigarette, Help damn it. <laughs> I'll have my e-cigarette. That'll that will still light fire. You're right. Also, we're in Australia. Sorry. How would you do like Melbourne, like New York, gangster style, but Melbourne? Uh, I, I don't. I want to hear the hybrid. I want you to do it. Give me a thing. I'll I'll think about it while George. Right. Um, so I was gonna go out of left field of what the smell could be. Is yeah. it? Is there actually like a room full of? people studying who have hidden in the library for several days not wanting to leave and their smell has just gotten worse and worse and worse and gathered in the vents and is now seeping through into the rest of the library that is an excellent suggestion that is horrible but that is i mean i I, i've been in the library most days this week because it's you know assignments and all that kind of thing but you've gone home and showered right yeah i do leave yeah um but i have had the in my undergrad i did definitely stay in the library like a few days at a time really really well yeah because i slept there because i i left my dissertation i did my dissertation and i was really organized and then i left it till like the day before to actually be kind of the the week before to be like oh i need to edit it though and I thought that would just be a quick, like, you know, we'll take five minutes here and there. Sure. And in, in, yeah. It took me, like, a week. Like, a 24, like, 24 hours. <laughs> like, I little naps here and there. I wrote my dissertation in the night and got, uh, I think, like, a high 2-1. Yeah. I hate you. It was fine. I, was, <laughs> I, I got into the library at, like, 8 in the morning, stayed there until 8 the next morning and handed it in at 9. Um, my, my friend did the same thing. Uh, he studied biology. Shout out, James. Um, he listened to 24 Hours of Tetris on loop. I don't know why he did that. Wow. He, he said he felt a bit broken afterwards. <laughs> I guess maybe that's like the kind of like you need like that constant rhythm. Because I find that silence is too sort of like silence. overwhelming. You know, it's like, it's like, it's very loud as silence, isn't mm. it? You know, man. Uh, but then you've got like, like, then if there's a, like a little bit of like noise occasionally, like people like rustling, like something, like that's really distracting. So maybe like just the constant rhythm of like a well, predictable tune. That's just the thing, because once you've heard the Tetris music three or four times, 
You'll know the whole thing and you'll yeah, get into yeah. this mimetic state. He yeah. said he didn't know what to do with his life when it ended. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's like one of those experiences where you sort of like, like, I don't know what it's like to be in sort of like some sort of like traumatic event where you sort of come out and you feel a bit empty. But, you know, and maybe I should compare writing a dissertation in a week um, to that. But, you know, you do come out and you're a bit like, you, you don't have, a, you don't know how to activate your brain anymore. Your eyes are wi- very wide. They're seen a lot. Mostly just words on the screen. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's so, fine. so you, do you still want to hear that hybrid accent? Yeah, go on, do the alt. All right, so I think like uh, Australian accent is more like that. Yeah. But like, if I'm gonna mix in a bit, oh, no, it's just going <laughs> comedy. <laughs> right, that's it. That's it. Where's this coming the, from? <laughs> the mistake I've made is I've gone. We'll average the location. Oh, it's London. If you, yeah. if you, that that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd probably be more like Eastern Europe, wouldn't mm. it? Or just somewhere. Well, let us go into lib. <laughs> They're not lab. Let us go into library. I'm going to smoke cigar like P.I. does now. <laughs> Hopefully, there's no gas leak. <laughs> it is just smelly students. <laughs> oh, they I have mean... clearly eaten three bags of cashew. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I quite. I, I actually quite enjoy the sort of like library. You know, you, you see, like, because I've sort of been a bit. Org- I've been unorganized and organized. So I, you know, I leave the library and come back every day. But you do see the same people, and mm. you see like their little habits and like how they sort of like cope with the fact that they've left their dissertation until the day before, for example. And it's quite nice. But there is like a, a, a thing of like when it gets to a certain point of night, people just fart, like, and they just don't care anymore. And that that needs to stop. But that's not what's happening here in this story. So basically, does anyone, is anyone familiar with a fruit called a? Durian? Durian? Durian, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of it. I've never, I've never ever, I've seen one before, I think, but I've never been, you know, never tried it. So when you see it, you don't just just point and shout, (laughs) Durian! Durian! (laughs) Yeah, that's what what I'll do. That's what... (laughs) Is is it the spiky one? Yeah, it looks like this, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically, it's like a, it looks like a, like a massive conker, Mm. like, with a spiky green, or like that Doctor Who Character with the, the spiky green head. The cactus like, people yeah. uh, who were in The End of Time. Yeah. I watched that last night and I cried about David Tennant's death. Oh, he didn't die. He did die. He didn't die. <laughs> I don't want to go. He didn't die. He was regenerated. I don't want to go. <laughs> don't feel like no. leaving. Oh, yeah. And then he didn't regenerate and he went and had a, a wank. David oh. Tennant. <laughs> That'd be great if if it was actually an ad lib from David Tennant. And he actually didn't want to, the character to die, so they had to edit something else in. It's like I don't want to go. He just sat down and was like, "Nah, nah, not David, doing it." David, David, no, nope. David, nah. Your contract is over. You won't get paid. Well, I'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your contract is over. You won't get paid. <laughs> David, come on. I'm gonna go start an Instagram account. I swear about you, Russell. Dox you. Jesus. Oh no, no one will do that. Sonic Tennant. screwdriver can tweet so fast. Can't even imagine it. What are you putting it in my face? That was very Tweet's aggressive, harder. boys. Boys, Sorry. please stop. I don't want you to fight over David Tennant. <laughs> Point the pen at me. Sorry. George is pointing a pen at me. That's the audio. She's lying. Got an audio description podcast. It's going to be really tricky. <laughs> two two audio channels. One on the left ear. One on the right. George caresses his right nipple. As he laughs. Oh, Katie plays with her, a blonde streak in her hair. I do. And then tries to eat it. Yes, I do. <laughs> Back to the story. Back, back to the story. So basically, 
my laptop's died, but I saw because <laughs> I can just I can just wing it. I'll just wing it. It's fine. I wasn't. I had a lot a lot on this week. I wasn't as organised as I should be. So basically, um, they you know the firefighters came. They were in proper like hazmat type situation, like proper like vent like ventilated gas masky type. I don't really know what you call them, but the, the fancy suits that yeah. they're going. And they went round and everything was really tense and they were like, shit, what if we've all inhaled like toxic fumes, we're all gonna die. Um and then they then discovered that um in one of the cupboards in like the staff room or something, there was um a durian. And it had rotted. Yeah. And somehow the smell had made its way into the vents, into the air conditioning system. And had been spread around the whole library. But apparently this fruit at the best of times tastes and smells like farts. Like it's like really? the worst thing. Why, <laughs> why have we cultivated that and grown that? Know. Apparently it's like popular in, like in Asia. I'm not sure. I, I don't actually know where it, you know. We're going to corner the market on fart flavoured products. <laughs> yeah, maybe as good as like an ingredient in something, you know, like just a hint of fart. Oh my God. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay getting really fucking angry. Like, where's the fucking farts? <laughs> This tastes like wait. <laughs> it doesn't taste like shit. What does he say when he like when he? I'm absolutely love that when he like does he like tastes it and he's like it's fucking raw, like, raw, that's the one. raw, fucking raw. I really like it when he sees like the kid when he's on the kids' cooking channel and he's like just really nice. And yeah, he's always him. lovely. Yeah, this one like, kid was crying and he was like, "It's only cooking, it's fine." <laughs> you, you, you now excuse me whilst I go and harass an adult and make them fear for their life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, but don't, you know, adults don't have an excuse. I mean, to be honest, it's like if you're getting, if you're a professional chef and you're getting onto that show, like you, you should be able to cook. Yeah, because if you're serving raw Ooh. food, that's pretty worrying, isn't it? Wait, yeah, there's a poop in my soup. <laughs> poop in the soup. You ordered the Damien soup. Damien. <laughs> Damien was not a clean guy. <laughs> he spent four days in the library. Oh. <laughs> No, I think, see, so yeah, basically, that, I mean, that's that, that is the end of the story, but I just like how it escalates. <laughs> like, just like, like, they're all sat there, they're like, oh, we're smelling, I think it's probably a gas leak, it's going to be something really disastrous. And then they all, the firefighters <laughs> come, and they're all dressed up for, like, you know, battle with the gas. And, um, Do you reckon when they were in, they were like, do we try and save them feeling embarrassed and tell them it was something really serious? Nah, fuck it, just tell them that they're idiots and there was a fucking fruit. Yeah. <laughs> But then again, I'm kind of like, it's maybe a good thing that it happened because, you know, who knows how that situation could have gone Who put it there? I don't know. Apparently it was like six weeks old or something. So that's not a long time really for like a fruit to smell that bad. But I think, you know. Mm, Library. In a hot place. Yeah, in a hot, I imagine, yeah. Not pleasant. So yeah, count yourselves lucky next time you go to a library and it doesn't smell of farts. (laughs) And that's the motto. That's my motto. (laughs) I've always said that. <laughs> Have you got a story, Michael? Have you? Uh, yeah, I've got a story. Do tell us. Okay, so my story this week is called Psych of Your Bullshit. Is that meant to be a pun on something? Sick of your oh, bullshit. Oh, sick of your bullshit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. got it. Like, psych, like, watch me wreck the mic. Watch me wreck the mic. Watch me wreck the mic. Is there Psych. more? Oh, <laughs> you got me. It's PJ and Duncan. Get with it. I don't know who they are. Let's get ready to rumble. One of them hit a guy with a car. No, he didn't. Dun, you always dun, did. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, wait, that's just... That's <laughs> just, 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 just Space Jam again. <laughs> Come on, let's learn. I love 
That's the only hip hop song you know, isn't it? I'm very. I, I just thought it would be more culturally re- relevant <laughs> growing up, but it never was. I put all of my stock into Space Jam. It's actually it's a solid film. It stands up the te- stands the test of time. It doesn't. Does it? And no, it does not. It really doesn't. <laughs> I watched it recently. It really does not. It's real trash. Yeah, but also if I was if I was like eight, maybe I wouldn't be that that bothered. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I've got a question for you both. Ooh, okay. Sounds serious. What think ye of psychics? Harmless practice or dangerous? Uh, I'm, 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 I always answer these really seriously, so I'm going to say dangerous. You think they're dangerous? Yeah, and why I do think, you think psychics are dangerous? I, I think they they sort of trick people into thinking thoughts that aren't helpful and don't help people actually get over uh, really serious problems in their lives and sort of divert attention away from where they should be thinking into somewhere that gets the psychic money. You'll like this story. Oh, great. Lovely. <laughs> what, what do you think of psychics, Katie? I mean, I just want to do the opposite. But <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think the opposite, but I'm just going to, I'm going to debate right. it. De- devil's I'm advocate. Some sort of debate team. Mm. Um, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be devil's advocate. Um, I think they can be helpful for some people <laughs> because, you know, sometimes they get like that sort of like closure, but you've got to really buy into it. I mean, you're like, if you go see a, if you go see a psychic and it's like, oh, your dad's here and he says that you look after yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. That, maybe that's kind of nice and helps with the grief a bit. But then also, you know, yeah, they are just they are just evil, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Apart from Mystic Meg, I kind of like a. I'll play. I'll play middle ground if you'd like. Oh, All right. Really? I think that there's certainly uh, if there was a claim showmanship, then then there's an entertainment factor in it. I think it's still interesting to watch their techniques of guessing. You know, they say some psychics will have a whole crowd in front of them. Sure. And they'll start saying things like, oh, has anyone here, like, lost someone recently? I think uh, taking yourself outside of the hurt or good, that could do either way. It's still interesting to watch them throw as wide a net as possible and Absolutely. slowly reel people yeah. in with, like, tactful questions. But don't get me wrong, I think Darren Brown, like, I love Darren Brown. Darren Brown's not really the... a psychic, though. He's well, a the, very the, intelligent what, psychologist. He the, the tactics that they use, isn't he, to show yeah. how and it is It becomes an entertainment value, and he's doing it for entertainment mm-hmm. value, and to show wh- what tricks people use. I think that's great. But it's when people use the word psychic, and right. saying that they're either reading people's minds or communicating with or the other side. the future, yeah. 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 That, yeah, it's definitely like, it's definitely clever. Like, it's definitely really, you know, it's like, I think I could be drawn into it. But then again, it's like hypnotist as well. Even though I don't, I think hypnosis is a thing. But, you yeah. know, when you go and see like a hypnosis show and there's always like a plant, isn't there? There's always yeah, yeah. like, like, but I would, I went to one of those and I, I ended up getting up on stage, but then I was laughing too much. So they, he made me go off. He told me <laughs> off actually. He was called Ben Darley. And it was called Strictly Come Trancing was his show. This is not an endorsement. Don't go see it. It's shit. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. If yeah. Ben Darley comes to your town, throw a Dorian at him. <laughs> yeah, throw it at him because he was... Throw he was, a little tear at him. He told me off. He said, he said get, off, get off my stage, you laughing bitch. He didn't say that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he definitely didn't. I mean, La- aggressive. Language message. lessons from Lil Tay there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. Lil Tay's influenced me. But yeah. that, I might use it as an insult. <laughs> get off my stage, you <laughs> laughing bitch. <laughs> Just generally. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely clever, but also... Some people are just a bit, you know, they are just wanting to make money. But if you're doing it, it's a sort of like, as like a, you know, like a, in buttons, a show, yeah. you know, and you're just like being like, oh, this man wears wearing red underwear. <laughs> like, 
Is that, the, is that the first thing they say when they walk on stage? Yeah. No context. It's just about themselves. And, it's, and, and he's brought he's brought on a man who is wearing red underwear. Yeah. Like, did you know my friend Dave is wearing red underwear? And then they throw one of those like smoke pellet things on the ground, and Dave's still stuck there after he dissipates. That's <laughs> Butlins. But his underwear's gone. But he's underwear's gone. Dave, oh, it's blue. So hang on, this is a late night show now. Yeah. We're, we're adding that explicit rating to, just in this episode. Absolutely. Oh, the show's called Psychic Cock. Psychic Cock. I wouldn't see my psychic cock. No. Oh, God, I imagine like, it being like a personified. Yeah, it's, it's going to be horrible. He, he's underneath, but he's got a boner and that's sticking out on the table. And it's got a little hat on it. Oh, <laughs> that is. It's a puppet show, cost of, cost of psychic, cost of... Penises. It's modern art, really, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, I've been I, I, I hate that we've only agreed that art is just dicks. That's the only thing we've collectively agreed that is art. Art is dicks, and <laughs> and um, the other one. And um, the the the. I can't think what else it is. I only I only see memes. Memes. Memes dicks are and art. Memes. I like yeah. to go to like a meme gallery. <laughs> like I would actually pay a lot if that doesn't exist. You heard it here first, guys. Mm. Royalties. Do you get back to your story, Michael? That's okay. So, psychic Zoe slash Anne Thompson was arrested by the NYPD on suspicion of defrauding clients out of $800,000. Not an insignificant amount of money. Before I uh, tell you the story, the author of this article is really enjoying the fact that Anne, as a psychic, didn't see this coming. It's mentioned many times. <laughs> it's not like the puns, like, like every so often, like, oh! Constantly. You can tell the author's having a really good time with this. Uh, but I find it interesting, as if the author almost implies that if Anne had seen this coming and left a note saying, aha, I knew you were coming, police, <laughs> she would have had legal grounds to argue that she actually was psychic. Absolutely. Maybe she should just have that on her at all times. Like, couldn't you just look in my uh, purse? I knew you were coming. I knew you were coming. Cough me, But just know when we get to the courtroom, I'll bring this moment up. <laughs> she had a note that said knew you were coming. <laughs> I knew it was for me because it had no name or identifying <laughs> features on it. Absolutely. Oh. But she knew which pocket it was in. Only a psychic could know that. <laughs> which, but, which pocket she put it in. in yeah, no. But uh, it was in her coat, right? Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> You're an idiot, McCluskey. <laughs> oh. um, so, victims of Psychic Zoe, uh, Psychic Zoe and Thompson, came forward anonymously after contacting... Private investigator Bob Nygaard, who specialises in catching out psychics, which uh, is a fascinating legal area from what I can tell because there aren't many precedents on what counts as fraud and what counts as showmanship. Mm. And if a psychic were to guess something that were correct, th- then obviously it's just in the realms of human capacity of guessing, but can you can you charge someone for guessing something? Obviously they're saying that it's definitely going to happen and people make decisions on that but it's still interesting um i actually will for the first time ever actually give you a link by the way to uh mr nygaard's story because it's fascinating he's an ex-cop he's an ex-nypd member turned private investigator and i do like the idea of like soft jazz and him just like standing on a rooftop being like a city swarming with them (laughs) can't stand them psychics they know i'm here I know they're out there. Well, they actually don't know I'm here because <laughs> I don't believe in that sort of thing. <laughs> but I know they're there. So who's a real psychic here? <laughs> Irony. 
Nygaard, like, what was he? Bob Nygaard. Robert Nygaard. That's a really good name. Yeah. For it's a great like, name, isn't it? It's like he chose the name afterwards, after he signed <laughs> his career. Can you imagine if he was like a milkman? I decided. Robert I decided Derek Sandwich was a shit name, so. <laughs> Derek Sandwich is a really good name. I decided. Oh, what's like a really bland name? Keith. No, it's not. Keith's fine. Sorry, Keith. If it's just Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Tiffley. No, that's also good. Oh. Joe Bloggs. Yeah. I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I will I will give you that. I'll give you that link because it's an interesting story. So you can't sue for faith in a potential future or, or a lie that doesn't come true because that could just be a human being guessing anyway. Uh, but you can charge against Grand Theft of Larceny, stolen using deception or false promises. Okay. Which is what these people are, are charging for. So, so they're basically saying like, oh, I can tell your future, so you've got to pay me all this money yeah. and that's the crime, as opposed to them going... Let me guess your future, and then if they get it right, you put, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's also. a bit of tricky manipulation because you obviously have to buy into psychics to a certain degree, but there's also, I, I don't know how to describe it. Maybe it's best if I go on and explain the, the, the people who fell for it. So oh. the first one was a mum from Canada in her late 40s. Um, she was going through relationship issues. She saw the sign for um, Psychic Zoe, and it only cost $5, so why not? So she goes in. Uh, I've written Sai Chan here. Um, because her name's Psychic Anne. I don't think that works, but I'm going to call her Sai-chan. Sai-chan from now on. So Sai-chan senses heartbreak and naivety from this mum who is unnamed and takes advantage. So how does she do this? It's not quite certain, but what I can tell you is that she convinces this lady to drain her life savings and buy her the Psychic, a 9.2 carat diamond ring... How? How does it get to that point where it's like, (laughs) oh, you'll meet her... Tall, dark stranger, but also... You have to give me a lot of money. <laughs> yes, that's the, the thing that will set the... the he's the, he's the, my friend, and I'll only introduce you <laughs> if you give me a nine for two character. I feel like she's kind of like, I understand fate and destiny, and the thing that sets it in motion is me receiving... I'm, I'm <laughs> quite a people person, but I charge. In addition to this, uh, she also... Convinced the lady to spend, the mum to spend um, large amounts of money on spells and a quote-unquote golden pyramid to protect her loved ones. Obviously, that's fabricated. There wasn't a golden pyramid. Um, But to protect them from demons and otherworldly creatures. Very weird. Number two is less known, but it was a professional man from the Midwest in his 30s who was scammed out of $72,000. No one, no real details on that one, unfortunately. But what the fuck, America? <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I, when it says Midwest, I then go possibly religious, so willing to give this lady some more credence. Yeah. But if you if you were, then surely you'd be like, well, God wouldn't allow this, so yeah. why would I pay yeah. this lady seventy two thousand dollars? Because I know, like, when like psychics, like back in the day, like when it was like you know, like a like parlor tricks type thing. I know that that was quite like you know, like twenties sort of parlor tricks, like against like. And all the religious stuff, it was kind of like, you know, the, the, the church got a bit upset because it was like, oh, there's sure. these people pretending to be spiritual and actually wear what spiritual is. Like, yeah. But there's really good stories about that. If people should research that too, because <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you're, you're very right. And um, it's, it's weird to me that that practice of voodoo and and these because if you go on tumblr by the way there's loads of, there's like a witch community on tumblr. It's the weirdest thing. But there are people who genuinely believe themselves to be witches and, and have blogs. 
See, I quite, I, I'm kind of like into the witch thing because I'm kind of like, that's like sisterhood. Like if it's like a, sure. yeah, we're a coven of witches and we just like get together and like, you know, pl- like plan spells to take down Donald Trump and things like that. Because that actually happened. It was like a coven of witches met in Central Park or something to like, like take, do like a how, ritual to take down Trump. How did it go? Uh, well, I mean, he's still up there, isn't he? So. <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen him recently? He's a mess. Mm. Look at it. I mean, he always was, but I like to think that that spell was sent back in time. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't like his own, like sort of like of his own volition of being just like a crap human being. It was. It was definitely the witches. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but I think it's like when you're exploiting other people, that's just like there's no excuse. Is there? Yeah. No excuse. For oh, that. it's horrible. Nygaard is frustrated as the courts and law enforcement have treated. This is a joke in the past, which again, I guess from law enforcement's perspective, it's quite difficult to pin down what's going mm. wrong, what's illegal. But he's managed to claim back $3.5 million Jesus. from 30 psychics. Nygaard is like well done. Blade, as Blade is to, what Blade is to vampires. <laughs> Nygaard, a slightly chubby PI from New York, <laughs> is... To psychics. To psychics, exactly. Yeah. I I'd like watch that. a film about him taking down. <laughs> I'd like also like him to. I know we talked about Blair Witch last week, but I'd like to see him take down. But, but no, defraud her. Like, you know, <laughs> prove that she's just a hack. She's just got a drone. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's all she is. Lots of practice of it. All those people died, but it was all just it was all just smoke and mirrors. <laughs> the the is, like, you have to buy into it to such a. <clears throat> Sorry. You have to buy into it to such a massive extent because, like, I remember in my second year, my housemates were like, "If we pay twenty quid each, we can get this psychic to come over and tell us like our futures. Like, it's only going to be twenty quid. Like, we've got for the whole evening." I was like, "That's twenty pounds too much for someone to come and lie to me for a while." Thank you very much. You should do it for free as well. Like, I've I've got a psychic character that I do sometimes, you know, for comic effect. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm actually gonna be uh, doing a doing a bit. I'm gonna be do, I'm gonna be doing a night that's 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 a psychic. Really? Night. But it's gonna be obviously taking the piss. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm butting <laughs> I'm not, soul. But yeah, she, she's called Spacey Tracy. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's great. Does she have like a column in OK Magazine or something like that? Not in OK Magazine. In <laughs> the Echo? No, yeah. not in the. <laughs> in, in Take a Break. In Take a Break. Yeah. Which, I don't think, does that still exist? I wish. It I think it does. And the stories on Take a Break are harrowing. By the way, you're just like my mum ate my dog's face. <laughs> Uh, that kind of shit. Spacey Tracy says, "Well, it was written in the cards." <laughs> look the here, look, look at the Mumit's dog's face card. <laughs> Very specific. I only make my own tarot cards that are like, yeah, like really but specific. Theme them, theme them on all of the take a break stories. Yeah. Oh my god, that's that is a great idea. Yeah. I've <laughs> got the tarot card here. You'll drop your mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> no. Get no, splashed by car. Oh, that's, that's, that's the lighter end of the <laughs> But yeah, that is that is my story. And I will link, as I say, Nygaard's uh, history. We'll, I guess we'll actually put that one out there because it's it's a fascinating story to read through. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, Michael. Woo. Tash, have you got a story? Oh, oh, no. No. Never mind. Just she, tonsillitis. <laughs> <laughs> just, just tonsillitis. She's out there eating the, the face of a dog. Oh, <laughs> Tash wouldn't do such a thing. But maybe she would. How did she get the tonsillitis well, in the first place, eh? How well do you know a person until you know whether they would or wouldn't eat a dog's face? <laughs> Shall we vote? Yeah, yeah, let's recap those stories, though, first. <laughs> okay, so mine was a potty mouth preteen. Um, not Tezonde. Oh, uh, sorry, I got distracted. What was my... St- oh, smelly fruit smelly causes fruit. chaos. <laughs> and mine was uh, psych of your bullshit. Let's vote. 
Oh my god. Never attribute. Never yeah, you're never attribute to malice what can be equally described by incompetence. Can I do the results seeing as you're not to be trusted? You have to you have to bring it up though when you start reading out the votes. Hi everybody, welcome back. Michael has been excluded from from telling the, the results this week because he cheated. He's a big fat cheater. I didn't cheat. I'm just dumb. No, that's not... It's not that you're dumb, Michael. I, what, what would you rather be? Dumb and incompetent <laughs> or snaky and a cheater? It's your choice. <laughs> oh, he's... He, he's got Michael, such a blank you, stare you, on you, you can read the results, Michael. Okay. I was just counting them again because I, I doubted all the maths I've ever done in my life. Okay, so in third place this week... Tasha Kondrashova. In fourth place, because <laughs> it's Tasha with a poor effort. In third place this week, is Katie with two points. Well done, Katie. Hi. I mean, thanks. <laughs> You're right. Well done. Good story. In okay. second place this week, is myself with three points. <laughs> just, no, just, no, just, that's for Michael. But winning with a a gobsmacking four points. Just the lowest winning points ever. The maximum amount of points you can win with is George Trier. Well, well done, George. Done. Thank you that's very much. Really thank you. Thank, I want to I want to thank Lil Tay. Uh, she's my bae. She's my inspiration. I don't say a nine-year-old's uh, your bae. <laughs> You're right. She's not my bae, but she's my inspiration. Uh, this one goes out to her. Please uh, put this on Instagram. It'll be great. You're introducing the podcast next week. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Haven't done it for a while. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck out there. That's not a threat. <laughs> Join us next week for another exciting edition of... I don't sound convinced, do I? <laughs> Sorry. It'll be maybe... It'll be maybe good. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Join us next week for another episode of We Don't Talk About Brexit. It's been a pleasure having you. Have a good week. Bye! Bye! <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you'd like to join us next week for far more funny stories, we'd love to have you. Don't forget to give us a like on iTunes. No, not a like. Some stars. Give us some stars. That's nice. 